you from the Toka Training Facility in Costa Mesa, California. We are Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. Because we missed mentioning it last week, it's official. For all of you out there hoping the Lakers were going to turn it on for a late-season playoff run, hope no more. The Lakers are mathematically eliminated from the postseason. No! <laughs> it's possible they might be mathematically eliminated from next year, too. I'm not sure. Uh, that's okay. L.A. still has a shot at an NBA championship as the Clippers have clinched a spot in the postseason. No, they don't. But don't get too excited. <laughs> Hammer was at the game this weekend and has some thoughts. Of the unfavorable variety, right? I think if, hey, you, couch type. If, you, if, you, if you saw the game on Saturday, I think you know what my thoughts are going to be. <laughs> oh, yes. They took a shit on the court. <laughs> Evil Eric is out. Uh, things don't look much better for the Kings hey, either. Couch isn't even here. I know. But it all isn't gloom and doom. The Raiders are moving on up to Sin City. Hoopty hoo! Literally the perfect place for them. Ben's got it some is. thoughts on that. Uh, MLB opening day is next week. And, of course, we'll have a Galaxy update from the Portuguese Hammer. I don't know if it's good news or bad news, but I always like hearing his voice. Hey, so Thank you. That's good news to me. <laughs> but more exciting than any of that, this week we are visiting the Toca facility here in Costa Mesa with former Galaxy player and U.S. men's national team player, Eddie Lewis. Oh, oh guys. Exciting. Before we get there, let's welcome the guys. I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Ready to get my toka on. Oh, yeah. Darren Besa. Toka Tuesdays, and I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> ben Garcia. Hoopty hoo. And Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Go! Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, that was impressive. That was really nice. I could have gone you, longer, but, you know, I'm going to well, save my breath for the, for yeah. the toka challenge. I was going to say, you won't be able to do that afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That's not what Melissa said. Uh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Family show. Come on now. Hey, now. <laughs> Gentlemen, we're going to get in there and uh, play some soccer. Well, do, do get some touches. On there the you go. Well ball played. The, well done, Jeff. Machines. Well done. Yeah. Some touches yeah. on the pitch, you would yeah. say. Yeah. So, so yeah. for the listeners out there, if you if you don't know what Toka is, it's a uh, it's essentially it's kind of like a batting cage for soccer yeah. balls or like a tennis a machine. Tennis ball I think, machine I think is what that's I would how, think of. Yeah. How uh, Eddie described it when we had him on before, but uh, Eddie was nice enough to invite us down to his facility to kind of go through some exercise. I, to be honest, I don't know what. <laughs> All I know is that 11-year-old boys are walking out right now, so it couldn't be that hard. <laughs> oh, no. They're, they're walking Challenge around, they're skipping, yeah, famous they're last smiley words. faces. There he is. Classic Ben. You going to do good in there, Ben? No, and I'll tell you why. Oh. I've never been good <laughs> at anything. That's a good turn. No, I've, never, is, I've, never, I've never been good at anything that requires finesse. I'm always like uh, hard and fast, yeah. right? So I, I, I run fast, I hit hard, right? I talk shit, and then I run. That's what I do, right? There's, there, is, there is nothing that's finesse about me. So if they're talking touches and like controlling the ball and all that kind of stuff, I don't expect to do well. However, I plan on getting out there and still beating the shit out of you guys. Oh, oh there well, there it is. That's, That's the D1 we know. I <laughs> right. feel like well we done. need to get some sort of bet involved somehow in this in this thing. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like, but uh, Eddie's we'll probably in there waiting on us. So yes. let's uh, not keep him waiting. Let's, let's, do this. let's get on in there. All right, oh. stretch out, gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are here at the Toka Training Facility in Costa Mesa with the one and only national treasure, Eddie Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, thank you so much for inviting us down to check out your facility. This is amazing. Yeah, well, um, I'm glad you could make it. You know, yeah. obviously, um, I've been uh, at this for a while, and obviously, the chance to uh, show it off, 
you know, as often as they can is, uh, is more than worth the time. How long have you guys been here? We've been here two years now. Um, we have a facility in, in Torrance that's been about uh, two and a half years. And we now have another 14 affiliate locations that over the last 16 months uh, or six months we brought online. So um, that's amazing. Is that all across the country or just yeah, locally? Yeah, California, Texas, uh, Colorado, Georgia. Um, so the goal is um, in Southern California, we want to build a nice big network. But in a lot of these other soccer hubs, um, you know, sort of do the same thing. Absolutely. So what do people expect in like your average session? Yeah, most of our sessions are all designed to um, be between sort of 12 and 16 exercises. And, okay. Um, generally, players will get anywhere between five and 700 t- touches. And, wow. You know, that's, um, those are, you know, not necessarily just, you know, toe taps. Those are good quality yeah. repetitions. That's really making your, your practice time efficient. So uh, what is the average player... Do. I mean, if you just want to show up and you guys uh, got training, pick up games or, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. In the evening, um, 8 to 11, four nights a week, we'll, uh, we'll play pickup futsal. And, oh, yeah. Uh, either 4v4 or 5v5, uh, first come, first serve. Um, it's a tenor. And, you know, winner stays. So it nice. gets pretty competitive. And if you're on a good team, you know, you can definitely get a good workout by staying on, uh, you know, a number of games. <laughs> yeah. If you're not, we, we max out at 25 players. So you never really are sitting out too many games. So okay. It's a good environment. That's really cool. Well, the facility is incredible. You were nice enough to uh, open it up to us to, to give a go. <laughs> and um, uh, guys, what do we, it was harder than we expected. It was, it was the running. I, I don't know why I didn't think it was, I was going to be running as much. I have no idea why I forgot that you, in soccer you need to run constantly. There is that. But, yeah. but it was a lot of fun to, to, to hit the ball and get all those touches at once. That was awesome. A lot yeah. of fun. Well, I'm still out of breath, so uh, if that's any indication how, how today went. Well, you're not a soccer player, basis, so I feel like that, you're, that's allowed. This guy doesn't have an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, our loser, Ben Garcia, lost the bet. <laughs> You'll be buying beer tonight. You know, I wish we'd bet on things that I'm actually good at. But <laughs> one of the things that I want to say, <clears throat> pretty much everything except for soccer, hockey, and throwing a baseball when I'm not warmed up. <laughs> but no, I, I'll, I'll tell you, it's fun to get a beat of sweat going. It's fun to, to get out here and to, to kick the ball. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not good at it at all. But it was fun to get out there and try. Nice, nice. Uh, Eddie, any you want to let people know how to how to find you guys online and all that stuff? Sure. Yeah, uh, togafootball.com is the the website. Um, like I said, we have two corporate locations here in Costa Mesa and in Torrance. Um, there's uh, in the next couple of months, um, Laguna Niguel, uh, Mission Viejo, Anaheim Hills, nice. Canoga Park, uh, awesome. Thousand Oaks, all sort of opening very soon. And um, yeah, we're we're working with colleges. We work with a lot of pro teams. Uh, down to you know young five and six year olds, and the idea for us is really uh, to focus uh, on the individual and their sort of desires, and whether it's a, a young player learning a new technique, whether it's a professional player looking to sharpen up, or whether it's um, you know just weekend warriors you know wanting to to tune up and um, you know not embarrass themselves on a Sunday yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Or just get out here and get a sweat on, right? Yeah, 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 mm. absolutely. I mean, we we pride ourselves on sort of this disguised running right it it, yeah. uh, it makes it very easy to get a sweat when you're focused on you know chasing the ball around or, or something else yeah. and uh you know it's it's a small space but like you said you know you you find a way to do a lot of movement in a very short amount of time yeah, yeah. absolutely well thank you again yeah, so, thank you much so much for having so us awesome. eddie lewis yeah. Woo!
nice. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Well All right. Done. We don't catch our breath. Yeah. <laughs> you love guys in short sports. Sometimes yeah. you don't have to spit on it to get it in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you love your LA King. We've gone on a 3-0 losing streak, getting bit Ouch. by the Coyotes, Panthers, Ducks. Oh, bad puns, yeah. really. <laughs> that was for you, James. <laughs> Thanks. Now you get the best of both with the Guys in Shorts Kings show. I now have all-star blue balls now. Thank you very That's much. Because you already jinxed the jinx. You can't do that shit. Yeah, you blame Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd they lose? Brexit. Brexit. We right. fly at 11. <laughs> Search Guys in Shorts Kings show on iTunes or SoundCloud. We are back, and we are now at Garf's Sports Lounge in Costa Mesa. This what a name. Is, yeah. Although, this this is the real deal. I mean, if you want to, if you're looking for a, a cool sports bar in the Costa Mesa area, have you ever been a to lot a, worse Have you ever place. been to a place that wasn't the real deal? I have never been. I only frequent Everywhere. real deal establishments. I used a uh, urinal the other day. It was the <laughs> real deal. Yeah, it was amazing. They serve beer, so that's what matters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, gentlemen, how would we feel about our performances? Ben, we'll, we'll talk to you last. <laughs> what you, would you guys think of that? It was pretty cool, huh? Oh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, definitely am out of shape. Yeah. Uh, carrying too much weight. And uh, have not touched a soccer ball ah. enough lately. But other than that, it was amazing. I yeah. love it. I, I love I, it. Yeah, I mirror that. I <laughs> obviously haven't touched the ball in a while, but that was so much fun. It was the soccer yeah. muscles a little oh, out of yeah. shape. Oh, out yeah. of shape, but it yeah. was. But it was almost like riding a bike. You felt once you saw those volleys you start going. to come in. I was like, oh, I, I want. I want to just. I almost got ahead of myself on how much yeah. you wanted to to hit yeah, those. Nice. Well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're uh, we're good on good on <laughs> drinks at the moment, gentlemen. No, yeah. we're getting I another mean, round. I mean, oh, oh, perfect. Uh, Free beer. Gotta love it, Ben. <laughs> you haven't talked to Darren so yet. you lost? <laughs> oh, we know what Darren <laughs> Honestly, though, when you guys are in there, it looks easy to watch, but when you actually go inside and you see that volley and the ball go up, yeah. it is so difficult. It, but it looks yet so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's, here's my thought on it. And everyone who's played slow-pitch softball knows what I'm talking about. And that is that ball when it goes up 10 feet in the air and you're sitting back with the bat on your on your on your, I'm right-handed oh, sure, so yeah. you're sitting back on your right leg and you're just waiting for it to come and then you want to hit the shit out of it so you overswing you pull your head and you get underneath it it gets a little backspin and the and the and the pitcher catches the ball like that's exactly how I felt while I was in there because I was I was going for home runs I'm, yeah. I'm thinking and you I'm were gonna, definitely hitting it I'm going to kick it and I'm going to kick it hard the park for sure. yeah. in the beginning I wasn't making a whole lot of contact in fact when we first got in there there was a few swing and misses it was like I was golfing <laughs> But towards the end, I started to get the rhythm of it. But there's there's definitely a technique in not only hitting the ball hard, but hitting it straight and not too high over over the goal. So you got to give them respect. I'm not saying these guys aren't athletes. It's still something I wouldn't watch. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you, uh, it, it's a it, skill. It, it requires a skill that that, that that those guys have mastered. And that's something that I think Eddie touched on when he was explaining the system is um, there's a science behind how many balls are in there. Because you can even tell Darren and Ben, who are not soccer guys, towards the end of their round, you could tell they were getting the timing down. Yeah, you know, it was, it was, the it was really cool to watch. A little focus. Yeah, and then also with the the balls themselves, they're a little bit smaller and a yeah. little bit lighter than a normal soccer ball, which is good because then when you get into an actual game and you get a bigger ball, it's that much easier. The sweet spot's that much bigger. Yeah. So this really is a lot more difficult than hitting an actual soccer ball in your defense, but that there's a, sci there's a, a science and a reason behind it and I think yeah. Eddie just developed an amazing product, so yeah, all absolutely. credit to him. A very yeah. cool facility. Highly recommend it for any of you Oh yeah, I wish this thing there. was around when I was a kid. Yeah. 
Oh, well, man. Well, one of the things that Eddie actually talked about while we were in there, and this wasn't on, on, on camera, but or on mic. Because <laughs> I just want, I want a camera on me at all times. <laughs> but, but he said, you know, like we get that we get that occasional soccer mom, the girl that you know wants to go to the gym, but maybe she works down the street and she just wants to get a little bit of cardiovascular in. You know, to to the ten year old kid that's playing soccer, to to you know somebody that was like him that after hours he comes in and he strikes a couple balls just to stay in shape. So really, it's for everybody. I could see myself that if I work close to this. I'd, I'd get in there. I mean, it oh, was it was a fun it. time. It's a workout, yes. and you feel, and it's a good workout. Absolutely, and you know, if if you're, if, and, and actually, he told us when we went in that it's deceiving how much you're actually moving around mm -hmm. because you are concentrating on the ball itself. So you do get winded when you're in there. Oh, so yeah. it, it it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's talk some uh, let's talk some sports news, shall we, gentlemen? I guess. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I'm thinking since Ben has put up with soccer all episode long, why don't we start with Raiders? The boys are moving to Las Vegas. Yes, well they are. Woo. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited because that means you got to go to Vegas. In three years. <laughs> yeah. In three years. That's fun. Yeah. You're still going to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Uh, Good move. You're happy about it? I'm very happy. You know, the Raiders, and, and my, my dad and I were talking about this earlier today. He asked me, he just said, hey, you know, what do you think? And I, I like the move. And, you know, if you go back to the 1990s, I, I'm not exactly sure why they ended up, or I'm sorry, the 80s, when they moved to Los Angeles. But my thought was it was because they were wanting a more updated stadium. And this was back in the 80s when they played at the Alameda Coliseum. Yeah. So they come down to the Los Angeles Coliseum. And they play in the 1916-built Coliseum. And they, and they tried for many years to, to build a new stadium in Los Angeles. Couldn't get it done. So they figured that now Oakland was trying to get them back. And right, they, they, right. they were going to renovate and they were going to put in press boxes, which is what Al Davis wanted at the time. Yeah. So they go back up there. And they've been in the same shitty stadium for really the better part of the last 40 of the last 55 years that they were in Oakland. So it was about time for them to actually get into a stadium that they really wanted to, to be in. And so Vegas was the perfect opportunity. The Raiders are Vegas. They're close, to, they're close to Los Angeles. They're a one-hour flight from Oakland. And anywhere else in the country where you've got a Raider fan, they are now in a destination where they're going to pull you for an entire oh, yeah. weekend. So. Yeah. I think that this was the absolute best move for the, or for the I keep saying the Los Angeles Raiders, <laughs> for, the, for the Las Vegas Raiders. And I think that you're going to see some big things. I think that they're going to bring in a lot of revenue, especially with the new stadium. And they're going to be able to, to, to uh, sign a lot of guaranteed yeah, contracts for yeah. the first couple yep. years. So I, I think that this is the beginning of a dynasty in uh, Oakland, Vegas, Los Angeles Raiders. Wow. Nice. Is that, are those rainbows the and butterflies? Wow. Wow. Is we're we're, we're the hate not on the hate count. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it, Ben. Uh, you know what? I love it. Rainbows and butterflies looks good on you, buddy. I'll tell you, it's the beginning of the season. Rainbows and butterflies oh, it is. Oh, yes. Plus yes. the hate couches in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose we'll talk about the end of a season then and UCLA as they were mm. eliminated from mm -mm -mm. the Sweet 16 by Kentucky. So, Jeff, we watched the game together. What did I tell you before the game started? Uh, why were you so late? Well, <laughs> after that. Oh. <laughs> uh, UCLA is losing by 10? I said they're going to lose by 10 tonight. Yes, that's right. I remember. That's right. And yeah, what'd they lose by? Like 11? 11. Yeah. Wow. So you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah, what? telling us is if you're wrong. Exactly. So what happened? What happened, Ben? So I, I've watched the last couple of games of, of UCLA, and actually I, I had made the comment that they are the Golden State Warriors of college basketball, <laughs> and that is that they shoot the three proficiently, 
that they don't know how to play defense. But when the three's on, but when the three's on, they can win. They can win. And so what happened was they ran into a team that was able to slow them down three-point wise, and they didn't get a lot of transition buckets like they had gotten in the past. And I don't remember the guy's name from Kentucky, but their guard just just ate him up for like forty points. Yeah, he went off. And and actually, what that 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 kind of tells me is that beware if you draft Lonzo Ball number Mm -hmm. one. Because, I mean, if you think about the athleticism of a 19-year-old or 18-year-old, one year removed from high school, and now he's going to be going against some of the top point guards in the NBA, defensively he's going to be a liability. He's definitely not – he doesn't have the quickness and he doesn't have the size to compete at the NBA level yet. So he's going to be a project. So just like Luke Walton, just like um, uh, Mark Mark Ingram, uh, Brandon Ingram, I think that you have to be patient if you draft him. And you can't expect for him to come in immediately and and, and to be a 2010 guy. So, you know, I think a lot of things were exposed and, you know, we'll see see how things go. I don't think he hurt his draft status from the standpoint of, I don't think that the draft class is very strong. Maybe the guy from Kentucky will go ahead of him. Oh, no, everybody's saying this is one of the deepest drafts in years. I don't think so. Everybody's too young. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like I mean, every you know, like when you think about draft classes, I want I want to say man. these are guys who are going to they're going <laughs> to commit the next year and they're going to they're going to perform at the NBA level. So from yeah. that standpoint, I don't I don't think that I'm you're going to see that. But you know, I think Lonzo will still be top five. We'll, we'll see if he drops to the Lakers. But uh, you know, I, I think oh, he was no, exposed he's going to be top bit. two. Oh, we'll he's see. going one or two. <laughs> Here's, There's no if ands or buts about that. I'm going to flip it on you because. The, you can say that Lonzo was exposed because Fox shut him down on defense. Yes. And if he can shut him down as a college guard, Absolutely. then what's an NBA guard going to do to him? Absolutely. But I'm going to flip it on you. That can be a, a strength because now Lonzo know what, knows what he needs to work on. Yeah. yeah. He, he knows that his game needs to change. And I think his dad will yeah. have him do that. And no, so I, I have, oh. But again, so that could be a positive. It's, it's one of those things where... We've got our second round of free beers coming He's, he's going to be you. a Thank work in progress. Thank you so much. He's going to be a work in progress. Yes. All right. So... Um, well, sorry to UCLA. Yeah, the early elimination. Yeah, it was, sorry to uh, anyone out there that, that had hard them to in take. the uh, championship yeah. match in your bracket. Unfortunately, well, the good news is that Alford isn't going to leave because the Indiana job got filled. Alcohol, so it looks everything. like he's going to be around for at least right. one more season. He's ready for yeah. another ball for sibling. Better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I suppose we should talk about a team that still has playoff hopes: the Clippers. No, no they're in the playoffs. Oh. No, they're in the playoffs. So they are in the playoffs. Right. But uh, Hammer was at the game this weekend, and his text to us was, what did he say? <laughs> was at the Clipper game. Have some thoughts. <laughs> They're over, right? Yeah. yeah. So we'll never I, discuss them on the show again. <laughs> so I went to a Clipper game. I, I treated my brother for his birthday. That was the Clippers-Kings game. Why do you hate your brother, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Why were you so cheap on his birthday? Oh. At, at the time, the Kings still had Boogie Cousins, and oh. we have family from uh, up north, and so that was going to be kind of fun to go and watch them play ah. the Kings. I gotcha. And so, at, you know, we didn't know we were getting the Sacramento Kings. Is that a shout-out to the Azorian one <laughs> yeah, right, there, right there? He's, he's actually a Lakers fan, but oh, I have other family yeah. that's, oh, that are okay. Kings fans. All right. but, he's, uh, a, he's a smart one. Yeah, so so I treated my brother to, uh, to a Clippers game. First thing is I saw the Shaq statue. I just want to start oh, with yeah. that. Oh, that. I cannot and wait to see on, that. On TV, it looks awkward. And right. in, in the press conference, it just looked strange on TV. Okay. But when you see it in person, it is impressive. It is awesome. Really? It looks, I mean, he's hanging right over you. Yeah. And the angle is perfect. And you get to see his face. And, I mean, it looks, I mean, it's obviously bigger than Shaq is. Yeah. But it looks legit. I mean, oh. Shaq just looks awesome. Is and it the real deal? It's the real deal. I love <laughs> the real deal. I hate the real deal. <laughs> yes. 
so that, I just wanted to start with that, that I opened the Clippers game by checking out the Shaq statue. And then once, As I'm sure most Clippers <laughs> fans did. <laughs> and then once, once I got inside the game, um, the Clippers just, I didn't see anything good. Uh, they looked, <laughs> Well, they wait a minute. They had an 18-point lead with 18 five minutes lead. to play. How is that but, not but good? Here's let me tell I saw a team. They didn't look very well coached. The players had to earn every single basket. Every single basket was pretty much contested with the exception of a few um, lobs to DeAndre Jordan. They were hustling and moving the ball, and they just they couldn't get an open shot. They, they made them because DeAndre Jordan is athletic, and he was able to get past his his defender, but it, he was still contested. They were taking contested threes. They were they were never free of the defender. And is it is it that they lack athleticism? I think that it's, they can't get separation. I think it's it's coaching because you look at Sacramento. Sacramento doesn't have the talent, and they were finding an open man uh, uh, pretty often, and they were getting them on the break. You know, because uh, the Clippers were playing slow, so they were catching them on the break, and then they looked like they were running plays. They the, the Clippers just looked out coached, even though they had an 18 point lead in the fourth quarter. And so that's what I took away is they are getting by because they are so talented and they've clinched that playoff spot. But when you go up against a team that's coached by Greg Popovich, by Steve Kerr, these guys are geniuses, savants of the game who have plays and they are just going to wipe the floor with with the Clippers. And so it, do you see the Clippers getting out of the first round? Because right now I think they're seated fifth. So they would play the fourth seed, which is... The Jazz right now, I believe. Is that, is that who it is? Here's my bold prediction. Which, actually, sorry, Derek, not to we, cut you off. I'm but ready, I'm if, ready. If, uh, if they play the Jazz, that's their best bet to get out of the first round. Okay. Because they're, they're pretty much, you know, even as far as the two teams are concerned. Okay, bold prediction. All right, so let me go back a little bit. So I just want to say that uh, I have a stat here that I, I saved on my hey, phone. That's Vic's line. Don't <laughs> use it. <laughs> Is that you? Entering Sunday, teams were 6,746 and one over the last 20 seasons when leading by 18 points in the final five Just minutes. Just out of curiosity, oh. who was that one team? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the Clippers. The Clippers. <laughs> and so, that, I mean, 6,700 teams have not blown a lead like that. You know, they, and they, that, that actually takes you back to about two years ago in the playoffs when they had a 3-1 lead against Houston. Yeah. They had a 20-point lead going into the final quarter. They lose that game and then proceed to lose the series. Yeah. 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 So th they just didn't have the ability to step on their throat and kill them off. They the let, Mamba effect. Yeah, they, they let Sacramento just creep around, and then it the game turned when Buddy healed. They had scored uh, scored a basket, and then Buddy healed stole it off the inbound pass and made a three. A la Havlicek. And, and, and that's, it looked like the Reggie Miller you <laughs> oh, know, yeah. play. Yeah, the Reggie and, Miller and, play. And you knew the game was over. I, I saw my brother, who has been a Clippers fan, for you know, uh, almost 20 years, and he turned on the Clippers hard. Wow! Because this, wow. this was this was the first game I think he's been to since Steve Ballmer took over. Yeah. So he was impressed with the the theatrics, yeah. and they had fire during the intros and yeah. t-shirt cannons. And Ch Chuck the Condor was impressive. Chuck. Oh. I was impressed by Chuck what? the Condor. Wow. You're kidding. Chuck the Condor's the real what deal. What does he do? Oh. <laughs> we have a Chuck he's the, the real deal. No, 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 he's the real deal, Jeff. He's the real deal. Don't just use that for anything. I use that real deal. 
So, uh, I, I don't just say that about anything I finally, and everything. I got it. When you see pictures of Chuck the Condor, it's easy to make fun of him because yes. uh-huh. he's a pink guy with a helmet and he just looks ridiculous. But once you're there... He's a condor at a but basketball you game. You see, but ba- what's Bailey? What does Bailey, he do? Bailey is a, is a lion and, oh. a, that makes and sense. a king's game. He's the king of the jungle. He's, <laughs> yeah. at the, he's the king's... Like, that makes sense. Yeah. But what does a condor have to do with the... But he serves... A, he's clipped his wings and that's why he's walking. I'm saying that the guy <laughs> okay. in the suit serves the same purpose. Is that he pumps up the crowd? He's always around. He's hyping up everybody. He's you know what dancing. this sounds like? It sounds it's like we need to take a road trip to a Clippers <laughs> yes. game so yeah. that we can see Chuck yes. the Condor and yes. see if Eric is talking I'm, shit. I'm, I'm, vou- right. I'm vouching I'm for Chuck the Condor. I'm okay. wow. Team Chuck. Wow. I get okay. it. Now. I Real deal. I, I finally get Chuck. So, so that that was the turning point. We were impressed by it, and then my my brother just officially turned on him. He said, "This is the Clipperest thing I've ever seen." I mean, for them, he, <laughs> and there has been a lot he, of those. He's been disappointed so. by the Clippers in the past, and and this was disappointing. So my takeaway from this is that they suck. They're could not, I, could they, I make the argument? <laughs> before you go there, yeah. could I make the argument that they're playing against the bottom feeder kings they on a Sunday? You second know, game, they don't really, second noon game. But I mean, and when you think about it, realistically, they are a veteran team. So whether they get the fourth seed or they get the fifth seed, it really doesn't matter. So could you make the argument that maybe they were playing uninspired basketball because they just didn't give a shit about that particular game. That's exactly what happened, but that's the problem. I think when yeah they haven't the, they haven't done the, anything they, to 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 be in that position. Well, but and you they, have to remember that if, as long as I mean, uh, I think the Kings show said it the best is that you know going into a season the healthy team is going to win, right? So at this point, they've had to deal with injuries all season. They've dealt with Blake Griffin being out for several months, with Chris Paul being out for several months. So right now, they're probably looking at it saying, hey, guys, listen, I just want you to play, you know, at 75% you because can't. it doesn't matter that we're going to get but into they the playoffs and then you guys can Oklahoma turn it off for the playoffs. Oklahoma playing. was breathing, breathing down their neck, and they yes. could fall two or three more spots before this season ends. And if that happens, they're out in the first round. So that's yeah. my argument against this because they are still fighting for playoff position. Yeah. Yes, they've clinched a berth, but they're still fighting for position. And how you know that they were going for it is in the end, they put in their starters. They had their second unit in there. How long and had once, they been out, though? They had been out for a while, and you can argue that they got cold, yeah. and that's why they couldn't get back in it. Yeah. But but they shouldn't have been in that position okay. to start with. So, so I think this showed you that Doc is done. You need to blow this team up. They're my bold prediction. Is this Doc the coach or Doc the GM? I think both. I think both. he's done. Okay. I think he, he, his time. He's this experiment is over. We've I had heard six Byron years. Scott's looking for a yeah. job. <laughs> we've, we've had six years. We've had Blake, DeAndre, and Chris Paul. We had the talent, and it hasn't worked. So it's it's time to blow it up. So here's my bold prediction: the Lakers will win as many playoff series as the Clippers this season. Wow. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is bold. And you know, um, there's rumors of Doc Rivers already going to Orlando. Going to yeah. Orlando. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I think this team is actually playing like they know their shot is gone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the feeling that I get when I watch the, the Lakers body. is that they know that their shot is gone. Yeah. And this Clippers. is the clip. The yeah, window Clippers, is sorry. closed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, not um, a, I'm not an expert on body language, but if you looked at the body language of the team, that's what I saw. You, they looked, yeah. they looked totally uninspired. There's like so many contracts up right now. There's the rumors of. Do- I think that they know that this, they're, that it's unfortunately it's over. So at, the, at this up- upcoming uh, uh, off season, Griffin and Paul are, are free agents, correct? I think. Have you heard the rumblings that Griffin's going to cross? I think the JJ Redick is in there too. Do you think so? I, yeah, because when you look at what Blake Griffin I is hope doing he goes now, to OKC. he's used to be one of the most physically dominant players and he's now a perimeter shooter 
I mean, they've they've Doc is is not utilizing him the way I think he well, should they can't be utilized. Because DeAndre Jordan's in the exactly. middle. That's so, the game that he should be so playing. So he, he, he's he's if Blake doesn't have a spot on that team. So I think yeah. I think that he needs to go elsewhere. Well, first maybe of it's all, Oklahoma but, City, but maybe if, it's LA. But, yeah. I think it's OKC because I think you need to pair him up with a guy that's going to create space for him. And then when you have uh, Westbrook coming through the middle and you have Blake Griffin just kind of hanging out or even diving towards the ball and getting that pass, uh, that's his game right there. That would make more sense than having D'Angelo fucking Russell passing the (laughs) ball. It's a good thing you're at the other end of the table. I know, seriously. Actually, that takes it to the Lakers because uh, what do we do here? Clippers, I feel like that's plenty. Well, done. Of, we're, yeah. I, we're done we, with Clippers updates for the year. <laughs> that was a long <laughs> way to go. <laughs> we, we, we saying, that was a we've long been, way to go to get into the Lakers. <laughs> we've been saying, you know, the Clippers will wait and see. We'll wait and see. We don't have to wait and see. They're done. Yeah, done. All right, yeah. perfect. Put a Eric's fork in calling them. it. Cut. Done. Break, done. Game, moving done. on. Lakers. Oh, they are second worst record in the NBA Woo! still. Uh, us although Phoenix is creeping up on them, they're only one yeah. game up. So, not cool. Not so, cool. We need Devin uh, Booker yeah. to score seven more losing <laughs> yeah. and for them to win. Vic, how tough is it watching the Lakers but wanting them to lose? It is horrible. But end up winning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always that. Which oh, I'm telling you, it's it's such a, a conflict of interest to to watch your team to do really well but then lose it's so hard to like we're watching the game tonight and i looked at my phone and when we first got here i'm like they're up by two like what are they doing what are they doing <laughs> like why are they right. Right. then i was like well maybe it's you know if the sun's lost tonight so i went to go check no the sun's won what are they doing <laughs> you know luckily they lost yeah, um, isn't that luckily excellent they lost. Yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> But uh, and they were they were winning up until four or five minutes. And of course, you I mean it's you know it's time to tank. So, but it, it's tough to watch. But you can you can see the improvement in this team, and you can see um, really really open your eyes. You can oh, totally, wow. totally, totally. Bring on the Yeah, well, no, you you've got to watch this team with with the glasses of in the daytime. You've got to watch this team with the intent that they have to lose, so they have to throw these games. Brandon Ingram is out with an injury, and I'm doing air quotes. Hey, listen, you know what? Which is great, great potting. You lose um, because you lose. A, a real athlete never tries to lose. I lost. Anyways, that's moving on. I'm here. That, that's uh, I lost. I lost fair and square. Yeah, I tried to win. I lost. But no, no real athlete goes out ben, there and tries to lose. And Ben brings the Lakers update uh, to himself, right? Why don't you? Yeah. Because that's the most important thing. Uh, go look up the, uh, what was it, the uh, two Olympics ago, the uh, national teams of. Come on, give me a stat. Of, no, it was two national teams playing in badminton. We're literally both trying to lose on purpose. <laughs> oh. Because in exciting. the next round, they were going to go against the number one ranked team if they won. And nobody wanted to play them. And literally, both teams. I mean, it's horrible. Go, go, you, you, you go! Just look it up. Badminton from two Olympics <laughs> ago. That, that you, you lost this bet. No, I mean, that's you still, lost this argument. No, so that's ben, still a valid argument. So Ben, you yeah. you don't think that the Lakers are trying to lose? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, again, and it goes back to that's the same the argument that I made last week. And that is podcast. that why would you, as, an, as a professional athlete, want to lose so that you can draft somebody that could potentially take your job? Well, let me ask so you, so let me the answer to that is absolutely not. Now, now from the coaching staff, maybe they're putting and they're mixing and matching. Maybe he's trying to lose. But as a player, I'm telling you right now that the, I'm not going out there trying to the lose. Lakers you put me in there as and I'm playing 30 minutes, I'm going to try to play and win every single game. It, so, so they're playing with as much heart 
as if they were fighting for a playoff. No, see, that's the thing. And, and, I, and this is, this is I mean, it's a millennial thing, right? It, it goes to the athlete that they are oh boy, today. We're in trouble. Yeah. No, I'm, I take I'm, it back. I'm telling you. <laughs> I retract the question. And we don't have a long no, enough podcast for this. I'll tell you, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you right now. And that is that, you know, when you make an $80 million contract when you're coming out of college, there is no incentive to give a shit. So, to be honest with you, I, don't, I think these guys have mailed it in. I don't, but not because they're trying to lose so that they can get fall for ball. I think that they're just like, hey, listen, you know what? It's just not fun anymore. You know, what did they do? They won championships in high school. They go to the most prestigious college for one year. And, you know, they go to this Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and potentially even a championship. And now they go, you know, they get drafted by the worst team in the league or second worst team in the league for the last four years to the Lakers. And now Which they're losing. The dad and wants. They're, they're playing 82 games, <laughs> and they're making 80 million dollars. And again. they're going. You know what? I Two just don't ago. care. I think that's. I think that really was is what it's coming down to. And and I think that's why Kobe was so upset towards the end of his career because he sees that these guys are making this money and they just don't yeah. have that tenacity that Kobe had and that that generation of player had. I hope you're wrong. I hope that this is a calculated move. But oh, I it's think, totally I think a calculated move. A, I, and Dude, I agree when, with you. When, I agree when, with you. When, when, but I hope that it's not breeding a losing culture like Eric has well, said. Well, no, we were all worried about that. But at yeah. this point, what at this what, point, what else yeah. is there? They right. are, you they have no other direction to go. They they if, you lose, if you lose this yeah. pick, you lose next year's pick because you're not talking about just one pick. You're talking yeah. about two picks right now. Yeah. And oh. so they have no choice I, but they try the best to keep these two I picks. I take it back. The Cleveland Bounds are the worst team. They're the L.A. Rams of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> They're the second worst team. <laughs> A team with 17 championships. Not cool, man. All this pedigree. Careful. All right. I understand what you're trying to say, but the Lakers are not that. Yes, they're right. That's 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 enough Lakers. Let's uh, let's talk Galaxy. You know, Hammer. You got got an update for us? When the Galaxy are off, and I have a Galaxy update, that's either really good or really bad. There was no (laughs) games? (laughs) There were no games. There were some World Cup qualifiers. Ah, yes. So I just wanted to give a little mini shout-out. Congratulations to Sebastian Legette of the LA Galaxy for scoring his first international goal. He scored the opening goal of a 6-0 route of Honduras. Ben, that guy's the real deal. (laughs) Yeah, so. (laughs) You hear that, Ben? It was (laughs) 6-0. You (laughs) have enjoyed this Actually, Ben had to watch the game. I did. At my house. At your own house. We we put it on after the UCLA game. (laughs) They actually took a picture and posted on Twitter. It was awesome. Of me standing there with a frown. I was drinking whiskey, and the soccer game was going on behind (laughs) me. It was beautiful. So, So he helped the U.S. men's national team get back on track and qualifying for the FIFA World Cup in Russia 2018. During our last show, I kind of predicted that Sebastian would have a big game and it would serve as a homecoming because he's a Bay Area guy. The game was in San Jose. And then I hoped that would translate into success when he came back to the LA Galaxy. So now I'd like to move into my next segment and give a heartfelt get well soon to Sebastian Legette, oh. who is now oh. scheduled to have foot surgery because oh. he went out injured just 13 minutes after scoring oh. his first international goal. He's out for four to six months. Oh, But it could have been worse, right? They're well, I think this is worst case scenario four because there was months. a... That's a long time. Four that's to six months. Yeah. yeah, that's basically the whole season. It's a list frank injury, which is a joint that holds all your bones in your foot together. That's a Jonathan Quick yeah. injury. Yeah, so that's... Uh, so that's it, it. Just sucks because it came 13 minutes. He's had to walk off the or he wasn't he had to be helped off the field. And you saw the euphoria that he had. He was so excited to get that first international oh, yeah, goal, I'm sure. and it was the first goal of the game. And you could you could tell what it meant to him and yeah. how you know proud as Galaxy fans we were of him. And then to see him go off injured just a little bit while later, and how that's going to impact the Galaxy who are already decimated by injury 
And now here's another guy who was our one kind of shining hope that we still had on the squad, and now he's out for four to six hey, months. Was he, was he Paul Pierce wheelchair, or was he Kobe oh, no, Bryant that's a good free question. throws? He was Kobe Bryant. And he, you know, he tried to He tried to walk <laughs> off on his own, but he couldn't do it, so he okay. had to be helped off. Okay. But, he, but he made an attempt to, to so go So he didn't it. shit his pants no, he like didn't Paul Pierce? He <laughs> didn't see Poo Pierce, which Poo Pierce in person. Poo Pierce. Poo Pierce in person also sucks. He's done. I don't know why he's still collecting an NBA check. No, because Doc Rivers is the coach. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. just wishing him a speedy recovery because that's that's a that's a really tough break for for him and for the LA Galaxy. So wishing wishing him well because that that was rough. That was rough. Oh, so, I'm sorry, we'll Hammer. See, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. I, the joke I made is it's literally a rebuilding year because he's rebuilding his foot through surgery. So <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're at right now. <laughs> too soon. Too so soon. Your season is done for. Like no, I, I, the, the the reason that I don't want to say we're done for is because. Last season, the Seattle Sounders were absolute dog shit for an entire half season. They really and they, were. And they got a transfer. They okay. got a new player and a new coach, and they just turned it on the yeah. last half of the season, and they ended up winning the championship. Okay. So I don't want to count them out. Things look yeah, but you have to have the horses, real, though. Things look really, really dire right now. Real Okay, but, let's, but, let's yeah. play rainbows and butterflies real quick. Because it's a young team. There's a lot of maybe question marks with some of these the players. The Alberto's assistant manager is now the head coach. Who's the player that steps up and... They're, and all, they're all injured. Zlatan. <laughs> <laughs> none of these new guys? <laughs> I, think, I think the guy the guy who has to step up uh, is, is going to be... I think Jack McBean. He's a young player who was playing for the reserve team, uh, LA Galaxy. His name just sounds uninspired. Isn't that, wait, hold on. Isn't that a freeway exit in Valencia? Valencia. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm not even lying, dude. I think Jack McBean the is Jack literally McBean Memorial is, Freeway. Yeah. Is literally anyway. an exit yeah. in Valencia. Well, the Galaxy signed him when he was 16. Sponsor, I think the cleanup, the Caltrans cleanup, sponsored by Alberto's out there. <laughs> On the Jack McBean freeway. Exit. I love that we're all making fun Jack of Eric McBean, right now. Jack McBean, you are loved over here <laughs> in guys and shorts. You're always welcome on the on the pod. You're always welcome so on the pod. The Galaxy signed him when he was 16. He he suffered an injury and he's kind of been on the reserve team since then. And so now he's back. We with, call that Galaxy Two. <laughs> yeah. By the way. So he's now uh, he's now back with the first team and he's a forward. So he's he needs to be the goal scorer. So I think this is his chance with all these injuries. Uh, the only question mark is who's going to give him the ball because now we need a midfielder that uh, we don't have to, yeah. to feed him the ball to score. But this is his opportunity to, to kind of make or break his season and make a name for himself this year. That's that's not exciting, Hammer. <laughs> okay, yeah, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. All right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what is exciting. Next week, MLB opening day. Woo! Pretty excited. Say we're back at Garfs. Got Dodgers and Angels. We're not going to talk about it tonight because uh, – <laughs> We've talked plenty. Well, yes, we have, and we got another free round of beers coming. Ooh, there they are! Wow. The first round, the first round was free. The rest of them, three rounds. Man. Rest of them, you guys got to pay for it. It was free beers no. the whole yeah. night. No, it was first round. round. First round. Oh, that's a disappointment. All right, we got to get out of here for your kings. We, before news. we go, before we go, oh, yes, I uh, just wanted to let uh, uh, Ben know. Um, D'Angelo Russell had twenty-eight points tonight <laughs> and nine assists. Oh, he's horrible. Oh, get him off the team. <laughs> Whatever. Get I him have off two the announcements team. to make. Oh, here we go. Okay, this is then. This is official. I have completely gotten off the Nashville bandwagon. 
the National Wait, the Bandwagon? What? The Nashville, the TV show? Oh, oh, Nashville. Nashville. I heard Nashville, too. Nashville, yeah. National yeah. Bandwagon. I'm off the <laughs> like, Nashville wow. Bandwagon. Oh, where's wow. Band? What yeah, kind of bandwagon? Done with Nashville? You know what? I was very sad when they went over to the Country Music Channel because <laughs> I thought that it was going to be the same product that <laughs> they were producing. Why are we still Moving on. Let's the record button. I'm so glad we're not recording Hit pause. Hit pause. I'm so glad we finished the show And the second one is that... I lost interest in the Kardashians as well. Oh, wait. Oh, what? what? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, no, here's the That thing. is breaking news. No, Holy crap. Here's the problem with the Kardashians is that it's when a you horrible actually show? follow them live, meaning, you know, like on Twitter. In real and, time. Yeah, and you know what's going on. When they actually televise the episodes, you know, six months ago, it's like, I, I already know what happens, so I'm no longer interested, so I don't watch the show anymore. I, st- wow. I still follow them on Twitter wow. because that's what I'm supposed to do, but I don't watch the show anymore. That's uh, what <laughs> but I, I, do, I do have to give a shout out to, to Eric because there's a TV show that he turned me on to that I'm really enjoying, the MTV Challenge. Telling you, the challenge is the real deal. Yeah. Oh, really? Can't do it. I was very sad. I was very sad. Can't my thing. Nah. I'm two episodes no. behind, but I was very sad to see Kayla be removed no, from no, the house. No, 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 no. We're not talking about the we gotta go. Oh, Our man. challenge We're, podcast coming yeah. soon. <laughs> Quick, turn over to the King Show. Listen to them. They actually talk <laughs> about sports over there. Uh, even no though the Kings are uh, an atrocity, I believe. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, still, they're still having a good time and and uh, and bringing you the real deal over there. So <laughs> listen, the real deal. listen to you guys in the King Show. All right, that's plenty for us. We're gonna go. Uh, Drink these uh, beers and and maybe deal with some sore muscles tomorrow. I'm oh, going to go, go running first thing in the morning. Oh, good it's going to be horrible tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA, on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports, and be sure to check out the website, guysinshorts.com, where there is a store and, <laughs> and you can get your, your Guys in Shorts swag. Um, and please review the show, subscribe to it on iTunes, and as always, Spread the word. Tell all your friends about us. Your favorite sports podcast in LA. And eyes out for a video coming soon, right? Oh yes, yes. We'll get a. We'll get some video. There was, I think, there was some Periscope video. Yes. Of, uh, of yes, some stuff. But uh, yeah, we got video of tonight. So we'll of course tweet it out and and Facebook it out when and go when and we, go uh, check out Eddie Lewis's Toka yes, facility in Costa Mesa. Our huge Absolutely thanks to beautiful. Eddie Lewis. Great and uh, and Mike over there at Toka, they they are awesome. Yes. Shout out to Mike. Yes, yes. Oh, they, Mike they, is amazing, dude. Yeah, they put on a they put on a good product. I'd there. say they put on a clinic. Yes. Wow. Well played. <laughs> well played. <laughs> We're not going to get better than that. Cut it. I love it. For Victor Costello, Darren Beza, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese, Hammer Vieira. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Ah!